irreverent, entertaining, cool. You're listening to LA Talk Radio. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley right here on LA Talk Radio. Cheers, everyone, and welcome to Drinking Dirty in Jersey live on L.A. Talk Radio. And we have a fucking awesome show for you tonight. Um, We have an awesome, sexy beer label taste test that's going to be going on in a little bit. um, And uh, with some of the biggest and most tasteful beers uh, in the world. And speaking of uh, biggest and most tasteful, joining us live right now on the line is porn star Brooklyn Chase. And hello, Brooklyn. Hello, how are you? Excellent, excellent. Uh, we're very excited to talk to you. Um, and a- as a matter of fact, a couple of months ago, um, we were actually looking at you know different porn stars that we'd like to have on the show. And my wife, Cassie, who is my uh, partner in crime here, is like, ooh, look at that Brooklyn Chase. She's really hot. We've got to get her on the show. So uh, this is awesome that we're actually getting a chance to talk to you. So we're, we're very, very excited. I'm excited, too. Cool, cool. Um, the audio is a little choppy here, but but uh, any anyway, Brooklyn. Um, your your name's cool too because your name kind of sounds like the plot from the movie The Warriors. Um, so that's that that's cool. Uh, and you you really do look like the girl next door, which is awesome. Uh, but the, what, one question that I have for you is, um, how'd you get? And ask this to all the porn stars that are on this show. How'd you get started in the adult industry? Like, what got you into the adult industry? Um, well, about three years ago, a little bit more than that, I was looking for a new job, um, and I wanted to do something fun. I had always been very sexual. I had always been very, um, I don't know, promiscuous. So I thought maybe I could do something fun like strip or something. So I was on the online looking for jobs, and I found an ad for my first agency that I was with, and, um... I met with them, and I picked their brain for, like, three hours, so I felt like I had all the information that I needed because I'm sort of OCD and controlling. And so I asked every question I could think of, and uh, I shot my first scene, and it was so fun that I just, I was like, this is what I want to do. Nice. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Now, did you get nervous uh, uh, for for the first scene? Um, I know you said it was a lot of fun, but, I mean, um, were you nervous, like, actually getting naked and actually going through with it for the first time? I wasn't. The only thing that I was nervous about was um, having to to talk. The idea of getting naked or having sex with a stranger or being videotaped, none of that bothered me. But Uh when they said action, I was supposed to walk onto set and I froze. And I said, I don't know what to say. I'm not an actress. Because so much of it is, most (laughs) of the time, it's kind of improv. And I was so nervous to speak. That was what freaked mm-hmm. me out. <laughs> Did they actually, like, I mean, I know sometimes there's dialogue, like, when you're setting up a scene, but they don't write, like, everything. Like, when you're in the heat of the action, like, you know, actually having sex, the, there's no dialogue there, right? That's just in the heat of the moment, what you're saying? Right, right. Occasionally, there'll be notes for certain shots that they want or certain positions that they want to get. Um, but dialogue-wise, there really isn't usually anything during the sex. Right, right. Like, it's not written on, like, a, a script that says, oh, yeah, oh, yeah, this feels good. Like, that's not <laughs> written. <yet. laughs> 
<laughs> Not usually, no. Oh, okay, okay. Um, now, like, um, like your first scene that you did, did you have to, like, did they kind of, because you were, like, the new person, did you have to, like, do a midget or something to kind of break in, and then you could get to, like, the good-looking guys, or did you just start off with good-looking guys? <laughs> no, I started off with a good-looking guy. Um, cool. You know, it was, uh, it was a POV scene, so he, his face wasn't showing, and it was sort of weird, because he was the, the producer, owner of the website, so I got there. And I was chatting with him, and I was filling out all my, you know, paperwork, getting my makeup done. And then I realized after I had been there for an hour that that was who I was having sex with. So that that kind of took me by surprise. I didn't. Re- I was like, well, so when's my guy showing up? And he's like, oh, it's me. So that was a little awkward. <laughs> um, but no, he was nice. really good looking, and he was he was he he's a good first one. He's very patient, and you know, because there's a lot of weird positions that you have to put your body into or things that you just normally wouldn't think of, like pointing your toes and we- things like that. And he was very patient with me. Nice. Did he have a tribal tattoo? Oh, most I don't know. Because porn stars have tribal tattoos. <laughs> he actually might. I don't know. <laughs> it's, been a long time since it's been a long time since I've seen him. Okay. Now, um, you actually um, you you worked for a lot of the major porn companies out there, like uh, like Brazers, um, Brazers, Brazers. Uh, I always mess that up. <laughs> um, <clears throat> Zero Tolerance, uh, Bang Brothers, uh, Adam and Eve. So all the big ones that everybody knows about. Um, and you actually made some of our favorite porn movies, which are the porn parodies. Um, I see that you actually made uh, X Plays uh, Grease uh, porn parody. Um, the yes. remake of the movie Grease. Who did you actually play in that? I was Marty, who okay. um, is, if you remember, she's the one that's really boy crazy, and she has she pulls out her wallet and has that, like, list of those like, flip-down thing of all these pictures and all these pen pals and guys she's writing letters to. Um, so she was sort of the, the slutty boy crazy one, which is funny because my scene was a girl-girl in Greece. But um, that was my first my first feature that I was in and because you know it is what it is there was dance choreography and we had to lip sync to music and where I wore a wig the whole time and it was so cool it was so much fun but you just did a a girl girl scene so you didn't get like grease lightning on your face I did not I did not get any grease lightning on my face Uh, you also know. I actually I, I watched parts of this one. At least I, I watched actually watched a trailer earlier today. But you made the the little spermaid, uh, which is obviously <laughs> the re- Cassie's almost spit the beer all over the table, <laughs> which is obviously a remake of the Little Mermaid. And our buddy uh, Ryan Driller was in that. He, he he's been on the show. Uh, awesome guy. Um, but yes. uh, it looks like you played a lifeguard in that. <laughs> I did. I had a really small a really small part in the Little Mermaid, but um. I was I was on set and Riley Reed, who is I don't know what her name was in the movie, but she was the mermaid. Um, I was watching her take pictures and I was like, "What is going on here?" <laughs> she had on this crazy <laughs> red wig, and I was like, "What? Where am I? Like, this is the Twilight Zone." But I had a very um, very fun Baywatch esque bathing suit, and um, and got to do a scene with Derek Pierce, who I love. Um, and mm-hmm. I didn't even know. I actually didn't somehow miss the title of that movie while I was filming it. And so when the when the trailer came out for it, and, and I was like, is that really what this movie's called? This is awesome. 
Awesome, awesome. Yeah, I, I watched the trailer. It it doesn't look that true to life to um, the actual movie. Where the grease one you described, you actually did dance scenes and everything, and that's that's pretty, yeah, that's pretty uh, going out all the way to do a parody. But Little Mermaid one, like I don't think there was a lifeguard in the Little Mermaid, was there? No, no, no. there was <laughs> so, not. You, no, yeah, there you was not. Play an actual character, add... but it's still cool. Yeah, still cool. Um, now, what's your favorite type of scene to do? Like, like anal, interracial, three-way? I mean, which one do you prefer? Um, I really enjoy interracial. I do a lot of that, and I have a lot of fun with it. Um, mm-hmm. I, had never, I had never been with a black guy until I was in porn, and now I just, when I get the info and I find out that I get to do interracial, I'm so excited. Um, and I also, after that, I really like... Um, I really like boy, boy, girls. Um, you know, I like sort of being manhandled a little, and I like, mm. you know, having two gorgeous guys there kind of fighting over me. So those are interracial and, and boy, boy, girl scenes are my favorite. Nice, nice. I mean, is there something about the interracial that you like? Is it the, the huge the huge cocks, or is it like... Uh, they just do it a little bit differently or, um, you know, uh, just, just what is it that you like about it? Um, they definitely have bigger dicks than really anyone <laughs> else. Um, and I honestly, you know, sometimes, sometimes you, um, I haven't come across a black guy that I haven't had like really good chemistry with, you know, mm-hmm. cause that doesn't always happen. You know, you don't have chemistry, you know, I've never ever met anyone I didn't like. But for whatever reason, with all the, you know, the black guys that I've worked with, there's just been, like, a really good chemistry, and it's, it's been just a great scene. Mm-hmm. So I know, you know, and, and there's only, there's only, you know, there aren't a ton of black guys. So I know that when I'm doing a scene, it's somebody that I've worked with before. I know that it's going to be somebody I like. Um, you know, and every time you do a scene, it just, every scene gets better and better and better as you work with, with people over and over again. So I always know that it's just going to be a really good scene. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. The Kardashians feel the same way about interracial stuff that you do. So, um, (laughs) now, uh, do you have a preferred spot that you prefer to receive the DNA shower or the money shot? Oh my gosh. (laughs) I've never heard it called that before. The DNA shower. Um, you know, I think <laughs> I, I think on my tits is probably my favorite because I I do get happy when it goes on. You know, when when you get the DNA shower on your face, you have to wash mm-hmm. all that pretty makeup off to go home. If it gets on your tits, right. you jump in the shower and keep your pretty makeup for the rest of the day. So, um, you know, and plus, I, I like many people. I love my tits; they're my favorite thing about myself. So. Um, you know, anytime I get to like hold them or rub them or play with them, it's a good time for me. And that's usually what happens when I, when I have the pop shot on my tits. Definitely. Do you find though that if you, uh, you do get a big, uh, a DNA shower on your tits that you just wash it off, does it smell like spooge for the rest of the day? Like do you go like, go to get Mexican afterwards and you smell like spooge coming off your boobs or do you have to like kind I mean, of wash I use- them really good against soap? I mean, I use soap. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. There's a, you know, there's a, there's a routine of like baby wipe, you know, there, as soon as the scene is over, the production assistants are standing there with baby wipes, like waiting for, you know, for you to grab one. So 
you know, there's baby wipes, and then there's the paper, you know, paper towels, and then you jump in the shower. So now I don't, I don't think I smell like food. No one's ever told me that I did. Yeah, um, yeah, and a guy would probably be embarrassed to tell you you smell like spooge because then you'd be like, well, why do you know what spooge smells like? <laughs> I mean, I guess that's true. So I guess it could go either way. But that's possible. I, that, yeah. Um, is anything, like, taboo for you? Like, is there a specific scene that, like, you won't do that, that would go too far? Um, I don't really like the hardcore female domination ones where they where you know there was a a time that I was going to shoot a scene and I actually decided not to do it because I was going to have to like put a dog collar and leash on the guy and make him drink out of a dog bowl and I just that's that's, I I don't get into that um some people do and more power to them it's not something that I'm into and I think that's one of the best parts about this job is that like I don't do, you know, everything that I do, I thoroughly enjoy. And and I mm-hmm. love that about my job. So if it's not something that I'm into, um, I typically won't shoot it just because I want to have a good time and I want to give out a good scene. So those, like, female domination where it's, like, humiliating a guy, I, I don't like, I'm not into that. Like the like the rape porn stuff, um, like, all, like all that stuff where the guy's actually, like, slapping the girl around and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, and I don't do, like, the hard bondage. Like, you know, some people love working at kink. Personally, I couldn't handle that. I would get claustrophobic, and I would freak out. Um, mm-hmm. So anything that's, you know, I don't want to be... I'm all for, like, getting smacked in the ass, getting my hair pulled, getting choked. I'm, I'm good with that stuff. I don't want to be hurt. Um, right. and the bondage freaks me out because I just, I, I don't like not being able to move. Right. No, the bondage freaks me out too. Uh, ever since I saw Pulp Fiction, the fucking gimp, like anything with like a black mask or something like that. Like, Ooh, Jesus Christ. No, thank um, you. <laughs> we actually have one question that a fan, um, asked us to ask you. Um, and I, I guess it's a pretty good question. When you travel, do you take the bang bus? I have never been on the bang bus, actually. Oh, you've been on the bang bus? <laughs> no, I haven't. I've never been on it. Oh, you haven't. Oh, you haven't. Um, I have not. I have not. Yeah. That would be <laughs> But interesting... you work for uh, Bang Brothers, right? I have worked for Bang Brothers. Um, I could totally be mistaken, but I think they only do bang bus in Florida. So okay. I have not. I have not gotten picked up by the bang bus before <laughs> okay well, that would awesome be uh, yes definitely definitely i always like the the bang bus I, I was always curious with the bang bus though i know like a certain part of it has to be set up but i was always curious to if they're really just guys they're pulling off the street and just uh these porn stars are just like going at them um so if, um, i just never I, if I, I mean i don't know but if i had to guess i would say it's probably pre-planned just because you know, we have our testing standards and things like that, so I don't really know. Right. I, I doubt that they're just picking guys up off the streets. But I don't know. Right, and a lot of times, uh, right, and a lot, I don't mean to interrupt you, but a lot of the times they're not even wearing rubbers. Like, they're just, like, doing these guys uh, without anything on, so you're right. Yeah, so I think it kind of has to be set up um, if yeah. it's uh, going unprotected. Uh, definitely just yeah. taking random guys off the street. Um 
But uh, and the, um, just a couple of things about you that I want to talk about now. You uh, actually you were nominated in 2013 uh, for your first AVN award for best group sex. Um, also in 2014, you received AVN noms for best actress and best three way scene. Um, also in 2014, you got your first X Biz oh, excuse me awards nomination for best scene, along with Inked awards nom for feature of the year. Um, so you have a, a lot of things that you're nominated for there, um, which is good. That means you're, uh, you're doing well. Um, also, uh, you have a, a new scene coming up on digital playground, uh, called digital playground presents, uh, Brooklyn chase. Is that correct? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, yeah. yeah. And what is that? Like an interview that they do with you? There's a little interview at the beginning, um, you know, where they asked me some some pretty interesting questions. Um, and then that scene was actually with Derek Pierce, who I was in The Little Spermaid with. Um, mm-hmm. And this scene was a little bit different because a lot of times, some you know, some companies don't go, you know, so a lot of companies say, okay, no spanking or no, no choking. That's not what our fans want to see. And in this scene, they said go wild, have fun, mm-hmm. just go for it. So I got saw that little evil look in Derek's eyes that I was in for it. And um, it was a great scene. Um, I was looking at pictures of it recently, and there's, I mean, there's pictures where I mean, my, my ass is just solid red from, you know, from being <laughs> smacked. And it was, you know, it's, those scenes are, are fun because you just you really get into it. They said, just, just do it. We're not gonna, you know, we're not gonna cut. We're not gonna say anything. Just go for it. And they're gonna like high five. We're like, this is gonna be great. So I'm, I'm really Sweet. excited for that one to come out. <laughs> awesome. We'll, we'll definitely have to check that out. And um, you actually have your next feature film, uh, Digital Sins, My Sexy Sister, that's coming out on November fifth. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. <laughs> Oh, okay. I'm giving you news. Here. Okay, yeah, you have <laughs> a movie coming out on November fifth. <laughs> nice. Uh, called My Sexy Sister. Yeah, I'm. I'm like, so I'm, I'm breaking news to you. Um, you're also up for an Inked Award for Best Oral um, in a fan voted yes. car- category, and uh, fans are are voting for voting for you. Correct. Yes. Yeah, I feel like that's okay, awesome. to so that, doing. I, I want to the eighteenth. The eighteenth. Okay. Is that the dog fart thing that I saw on your Twitter account? No, that is different. Dog fart is um, a company that I do a lot of my interracial for, and they have started a new contest. This is the second month um, where fans can vote for the dog fart girl of the month. Um, the winning girl for the month gets two thousand um, dollars. I came in third last month the beautiful Leia Falcon came in first. And so once you win, you can't compete again. So I'm hoping, my fingers crossed, that this is going to be my month. Um, so fans can just tweet my uh, my handle, which is Brooklyn underscore Chase, um, and the hashtag dogfartgotm for Girl of the Month. But nice. The well, we encourage, yeah. Nice. We encourage all our fans to go vote for you, um, to go vote for the Dog Fart Award and the, uh, and the other award. Um, 
you know, we're we're I I become a big fan of yours. Um, uh, you know, over the past week doing the research, and uh, Cassie's been a fan of yours for a little bit now. So, um, we're definitely going to keep promoting you, and we're going to get people to go out, go out and uh, vote for you, so you so you so you win these awards. Um, but uh, thank you very much for calling uh, in Brooklyn. Uh, we were very excited to talk to you, and um, like I said, we're going to keep promoting you. And uh, thank you very much. Thank you. It's good talking to you. All right. Thank you, Brooklyn. Mendez out. What was wrong with the audio? Well, there? apparently it's not <clears throat> us because we are fine. Broad, like they can hear us fine. Okay, so it's some. It was something from us hearing her through this way. Okay, I, I don't know what was going on. Yeah, I don't know what's going on either. I could, I could hear like. But I asked if we were cutting sentence. out, and they said we were fine. So oh, so like I don't know if I sounded like crap there because I could barely under. I could barely. No, hear we a sound lot of fine. Words. No, I mean like. Responding to her correctly oh. and stuff. And, um, you no, know. you were fine responding to her. I can understand what she was saying. I was okay. All right, but but anyway, it's I, all good. Yeah, I hope the interview went well. I know she has a lot of fans, so they're probably at home like, "Who the fuck is this fucking idiot I interviewing know. Brooklyn Chase?" All these people are like tweeting, "Like, is she on? Is she on right now?" Oh my god! Yeah, <laughs> listen, this moron. I can't even fucking hear. Her. And people are following that um, that video thing. She oh, you should, we should have kept recording because now we know it wasn't I know. that. So well. We'll be recording another one shortly. Yeah, but it's like, um, you know, I'm already hard of hearing, so when the audio is choppy, right? that's like fucking, uh, I'm having a conniption fit over here trying to understand her. Right. Like, what's, about, what's your favorite play for, come for a DNA shower? I, fa- oh, I, could, I can understand Jeez. her. Really? Yeah. Oh, Jesus. Anyway, uh, Utah! Give me two. Two beers, that is, and uh, we're drinking. Uh, I'm drinking the Chamonix Creek High Water Heffenweizen. It's a Bavarian wheat ale, 5.2% alcohol volume, which is great for the show because I won't get too fucking wasted. And Cassie, I know you're drinking. What are you drinking? I'm drinking 21st Amendment, their newest beer called Toaster Pastry. It's an India-style red ale, uh, 7.6%, 74 IBUs, if that means anything to anybody. That means stuff to me, but some people don't know what that means. It means it's kind of hoppy. Um, It's really good. They say it's supposed to taste fruity. I think it tastes fruity. Finley didn't think it tastes fruity, but... They also say on the description <coughs> of the beer, I was doing some research, that when you start drinking it and you host a drinking show, you start yawning during the interview. I wasn't yawning. I was coughing. <laughs> and I was trying to cover it up. I, wasn't yawn- I was coughing, Finley. Okay. Do you want me to cough into the mic? No, I don't want you to cough time? into the mic. Asshole. <laughs> So oh, do your job. Brooklyn talk. Chase, so excited to talk to you. <gasps> I was not yawning. I was coughing. <laughs> I'm just busting such balls. a dick. <laughs> Speaking of the word balls, that's our drinking word tonight. Oh. Every show we have a drinking word. And every time that word is said, you at home get to drink. And so do we. An example of the word balls is the best part of a glory hole is the chick can't see my balls. Oh, drink. Because they're like hairy and stuff. And Cassie, Ew. what's another example of the word? I really think balls are gross. Oh! They are. You just, like, solidified <laughs> what, what, what my example was. Well, yeah, because they're gross. Oh, thank you. Thank they look, you. They look like an old man's face. <laughs> or like Peter Griffin's chin. <laughs> oh, my God. Anyway, we're going to... Oh, yeah. Uh, now, if you were looking at the previews for the show and what we were promoting, uh, we were going to have uh, Natalie from Founders Brewing Company on the show tonight. But unfortunately, she just got back from England. She had Yes. So she can't even say a sentence. She's, she was, she's coughing like what I was trying not to do on the show. 
So maybe she was drinking this that you're drinking. No. And then she got bronchitis. She's fine. She's um, so she's sick and couldn't be on, so we had to kind of change the schedule <clears throat> around for the taste test. And tonight we're going to be taste testing beers with sexy labels. So uh, beers that uh, are not only pretty good, but they also have a label that will kind of turn you on or at least get you excited. I didn't think that's what it was. I thought it was beer with cool labels. Oh. <laughs> Either way, it still works. Okay. So, um, Cassie, what's the first beer we got? Oh, we're, we're, we're doing taste tests right now? Yeah. Sweet. Taste tests right now. Okay. Why not? Let's get into this shit. All right. <clears throat> this is um, Dogfish Head Pumpkin. And this is a beer that didn't have a very impressive label for the longest time. But now, all of a sudden, they changed their label. And it's got this, like, sexy art, like, uh, sexy tattoo lady on it. Um... The they says it's a national art series by Rich Kelly. He signed the bottle, um, and I don't know if you can see it on the camera, but there's this like sexy. Maybe you can hold it up. Yeah, there's this like sexy little tattoo lady on there. Yes, if you can <clears> see it on the Ustream camera. Um, you know she's real hot actually. She kind of looks like an old uh, carny chick. Yeah, like a oh, carny chick or like a back. pinup or yeah, something. like a, a pinup model. So you know, that, it actually um, actually is uh, kind of turns you on. So Cassie's going to taste the beer, and um, let's see how it tastes. So not only does it have a sexy label, but how does the beer taste? It's pretty good. I mean, yeah. it's a, like a middle-of-the-road pumpkin. Okay. It's not like the best pumpkin I've had, but it's not horrible. Okay. Uh, Dolphin Shad usually makes pretty good beers, so I'm pretty confident this will be good. I'm going to taste it. And, um, yeah, pretty good. Um, I can drink a lot of these. Um, I like this beer. I have nothing bad to say. Nice 7%. That's good. That's a sexy label beer. All right. This next one, if I can get it out of our beer holder. Is it a can? It's a big can. (laughs) (laughs) Um, uh, What is this, Cassie? This is um, Finch Beer Company out of Chicago. It's 8%. It's called Fascist Pig Ale. And it's got this, like, little pig with, like, a... a Chavez like hat on and sunglasses. He kind of looks like um, kind of looks like Castro. So not really, <laughs> like a, not really a sexy label with a like pig a, on like it. Like a cool label though. Maybe for the black guys might find well, that attractive. Well, you told me cool. You didn't tell me sexy. No, I swear to God, it said sexy. You said cool. I swear to God, it said sexy. Finley did not say sexy. He said cool. I said sexy. But anyway, let's open up this beer and let's uh, let's taste it. Why do you have to fight with me over everything? I'm not fighting with you. You are. Well, it's not my fault. You're drinking beer that makes you yawn. Shut up. I was coughing. <laughs> All right. Face. How does this beer taste? Whether well, Cassie's sipping it right now. And what do you think? I don't Ooh, like bad, it. Bad. I don't like it. She just made a face like she smelled a bad fart. So I would. It was say okay this. at first, but then the aftertaste was not good. Oh no! Oh my god! Uh-uh. You're right. When you first drink it, it's okay, but then like it, when it, once it like once you get it, it's like oh, what a bad aftertaste that has. Yeah, I'm not good. Yeah. We so, don't like that one. Definitely, do. I'm not. The a fan label's of cool one. though, but the beer not so much. Yeah. Now this next one. Um, I'm going to start talking about it first, and I'll hand it to Cassie to kind of to kind of uh, finish it off. <laughs> um, <laughs> this call. Speaking of finishing it off, uh, this one's called Java Head, um, which I thought once again I thought you bought sexy beers because the word head is on the oh, label. No, you told me cool, <laughs> but so, if you look at it, there's like all sorts of little intricacies in it. Like there's two coffee pots, yeah. inside the skull. No, I see that. And yeah, well, there's a skull. Let me explain to the people that are listening. There's a skull on it. Uh, the skull's mouth. Is the skull's mouth for people that are listening. Oh. the skull's mouth um, has beer uh, glasses, um, and uh, you know it's just made out of all different things. So it's a pretty interesting bottle. I'll show it on the UStream camera right now. Uh, there you go. My thing. My fat fingers are fucking blocking it. Here you go. Uh, now you can see it. <laughs> um, 
So, Cassie, why don't you open that up and let's uh, let's taste that I'm one. I'm assuming this is a coffee beer. Yes, well, I, I would expect so with the name Java in the front. Um, all right, Cassie's going to try this and sip that up, baby. How's that taste? Oh, oh, she's thinking. She's thinking. And what do you think? It's not that coffee-ish. It's not that coffee-ish? No. Uh, you're a big fan of coffee beers, too. Yeah. So... Let me try this one. 7.5% though, uh, so pretty strong. These have a theme. Sexy beers are strong percentage. Oh, uh, actually, I like it better than the last one. Well, I like it better than the last one, but it, there's not enough coffee in it to be all Java head. Yeah. I don't I mean, really got, taste coffee. Right. If you're going to have the name Java in the beer, you really have to go all out it with the coffee. It should be like the coffee beer that I had from Ninkasi or, you know, like something strong right coffee beer uh, now the next one we're gonna open up is uh I'm, I'm gonna start this one off again once again like this one actually confused me this is where i started to question the whole sexy thing when i saw this because this is uh by terrapin and hi5 ipa high five. Oh, high five. <laughs> square oh, oh my god i'm such a square square god, there must be a skunk out here no somebody's smoking weed you fucking square <laughs> such a square oh my god anyway um there's just like a midget, like looking. It's a turtle. A turtle, midget turtle. What's the fucking difference? Uh, he's just looking at the ocean, like, oh, I want to go surfing, but it's not sexy. I just thought maybe Cassie had a turtle fetish or something like no, that. No, you didn't tell me sexy. You said cool. I swear to God, you said cool. All right, so why not open that up and there taste? There aren't it. any sexy beer labels anyway. There's a lot of sexy no, beer labels. No, there aren't. All the beers are shitty. With the sexy. Sexy labels. has a wide definition, though. Sexy can be like. Bright colors, or um, you know, like uh, I could drink that all day. That's like a day. Even like a good-looking car on a beer label would be a sexy label. Whatever, just fucking drink it. Sexy. Now, do you like it? I'm sorry. No, it's good. It, it's uh, um, it's very day drinkable. Yes, for an IPA, it's not too hoppy. I actually like this. Yeah, it's pretty good. I can drink a lot of these. Um, I actually, I, this is my second favorite. I still like the uh, Dogfish Head Pumpkin the best out of all of them. You agree? Yes, I agree. Okay, I concur. All right, now this next beer. Getting back to the whole sexy thing, this one's like, now, the reason I thought that you were still on the sexy thing, this is a clown shoes beer, <laughs> and the name of this beer is called Chocolate Sombrero, so I'm, th- and there's like a, a naked Mexican like, guy like with a, a mask. Right, and, and I thought, oh, Cassie's a broad, he probably thinks the guy's hot. Uh, no! He has, he's like kind of ripped. Let me explain. When, when we were talking about what we can do instead of Founders, because we were pretty sure Natalie wasn't going to be on. He said cool-looking beer bottle labels. I said sexy. You did not say sexy. God. Sexy and cool do not sound like No, you said cool. <laughs> you said oh cool. Oh, my God. You absolutely said cool. But the, the other thing I was going to get to with this beer is it's called Chocolate Sombrero. So I'm like, maybe she got the beer because Chocolate Sombrero sounds like a sex term. <laughs> like a black guy sits on your face and blows a load. That's a Chocolate Sombrero. Maybe. <laughs> so anyway, Cassie Wunsch, open it up. It's kind of gross. <laughs> And let's taste that. <clears throat> let's taste the chocolate sombrero. All right, Cassie's smelling it. She's getting all into it. And um, she didn't make a bad face. Ooh, oh, I kind of like that. Yeah, it's good. Yeah, it's like spicy and chocolatey. Mm. Um, ugh, not a fan. But I'm not a fan of these chocolate stouts, so um, I would I wasn't going to like this to begin with. But Cassie, you like it? Is it one yeah, of your favorites? Yeah, it's pretty favorites? good. No, I think pumpkin. Pumpkin is still my favorite. Yeah. Dogfish Head Pumpkin is still the leading sexy beer. Now, the last beer, if you listen to our pumpkin show, you know that we've tried this beer already, but 
we had to throw it in because uh, see why would that be sexy see well because you think crows are sexy first of all this beer is the new belgian pump kick and the the label is a crow um eating a pumpkin but so, the pumpkin has cranberry eyes. So I thought maybe you thought it was hot because you were goth once. No. And like. Whoa. Whoa. <laughs> so that's what I thought. But anyway, why don't you open that up and taste it, which we know we, we like it. My boss uses the word sexy to define cool. So I guess it can kind of be the same thing. Yeah. It's, it's really not. Slick. Though. Yeah. Slick. Sexy. Cool. I mean, it, 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 it's all relative. Alike, but it's all relative. It was just a miscommunication by you, and you take responsibility for the miscommunication, and we're okay. All right, why don't you sip that beer and tell us what it's uh, what it tastes You're like? You're cruising <laughs> slowly. <laughs> oh yeah, hands down my favorite, but yeah. it is anyway, so mm-hmm. I'm biased. Yeah, that's definitely the winner. Um, how did that finish on our pumpkin beer test? Was that up there? It was. It was um, either second or third. Okay. Well, this wins tonight on the sexy slash third. Third. This wins tonight for the sexy slash cool pumpkin taste test. Absolutely wins tonight. That's very good. Um, I'm going to show this on the Ustream camera. I encourage our listeners and watchers to go out and get this beer, the Pump Kick by New Belgium. If you're in New Jersey, though, you got to go over the border to get it. Just letting you guys know. Yes, yes, they don't have it in Jersey. It's very no. tough to get, so. Not yet, but we are getting New Belgium this year. We just won't have the pump kick. Right, right, right. Okay, folks, that concludes our sexy beer taste test. Um, now, uh, what uh, Pops is uh, going crazy over and over there. He wants to come on the show. Now, if you are listening to the show for the first time, um, Pops is a black puppet that's on our show. He comes on our show, um, just does his little rant of the week, and then he leaves. Now, I actually have to leave the mic for Pops to come on uh, because we don't have enough mics. And, uh, you know, I go in the waiting room, Pops says his piece, and I come back. So uh, Pops is going to come on now. Just so you know, Pops' views do not reflect those of drinking dirty in jerseys. So if you're offended, hey, it's not us, it's Pops. So anyway, I'll be back. Yo! Yo, Pops. Yo! What up, crackers? Yeah, all right. I'm excited to be here tonight. Now, Cassie. Yes. What does a white woman and a tampon having cock look up cunts? Yeah. (laughs) All right. Really? Yes, 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 yes. All right. So, Pops went grocery shopping the other day with my special black puppet designer shopping cart, and Pops realized something. Groceries are racist. Really? Yeah. That's right. Now I know why them niggas be staring at and starving in Africa. Because <laughs> they w- don't want to go to the racist grocery store. Like, for example, Oreo cookies. Two black crackers, sandwiches, honky cream. Come on! How do most people <laughs> eat Oreos? They twist the black parts off. They lick the tasty white stuff inside. The black parts end up in the trash. <laughs> the only time somebody eats the black parts is they have to dip it in white milk. <laughs> That's racist! <laughs> the racist guy who invented Oreos, Frank Oreo, or whatever the fuck his name is, Frank Oreo. can suck my balls. Oh, drink! That's right. Oh, even cookies. Might as well be the KK cookies. A bunch of black chips can't support themselves without white cookie dough? That's racist! The fucking Pillsbury Doughboy, that little Aryan piece of shit laughing all the time. <laughs> I'll stick my finger somewhere else and it won't be your belly! That's right. Or even other races, too, like Jews, goldfish, 
What Jew is going to resist something with them gold the title? <laughs> it's like it's like if Lay's potato chips catered to the Spicks and called a bag of chips shiny paint for our kitchen. What Trono will resist that? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> or how the faggots keep out of the hot dog aisle. I don't know about you, but if there were food shaped like black puppet vag- vagina, Pop's car would be full of that shit. Oh, my God. <laughs> and what's with that fucking aisle that looks like a rice... <laughs> what's that fucking aisle that looks like a rice competition in Guatemala? <laughs> Here, buy some Goya orange rice. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> in summary, don't in buy groceries. <laughs> Just steal honky wallets and eat at McDonald's. On that note, Pop's make out. Okay, folks, I'm back. Oh my goodness. Was he was he offensive tonight? Of was course he, he was offensive. He's always offensive. Yeah? Always. What kind of the, what kind of stuff was he saying? He was saying how like the grocery store is racist and there's like there's like a Goya aisle and that's racist and like black black people are like the Oreos and it's racist to have Oreos because they're black and they get thrown in the trash because people only eat the white cream. Oh my god. I don't know. Yeah, that's kind of outrageous. <laughs> It's always outrageous. It's a little ridiculous. Truly, truly, truly outrageous. Yes, Jem. Yes. That they're ruining my childhood with, by the way. Yes. By bringing out that fucking movie. I haven't actually watched it. Oh, my God. It looks yet. really bad. Does it look really bad? Yes, it looks horrible. Who's actually playing Jem? Anybody big? Uh, I think it's that Chloe Jane Moritz chick from Kick-Ass. Oh, really? I think that's, her. I think oh that's who it is. That's terrible casting right there. Yeah. Oh, my God. <clears throat> Um, but anyway, so, folks, we're going to get into some uh, beer news right yes. now. We beer have news. some pretty good articles tonight um, <gasps> that Cassie has printed out and come up with. And um, I was reading these earlier, and I was actually uh, pretty glued to these. Um, now, this first one, I have a lot to say about. Now, it, the, the title of it, Mischief Charged Late After Beer Spray Hits Baby During Blue Jays Game. Now, essentially what happened is... Um, during the playoff uh, game with the Blue Jays, some drunk idiot threw a beer can onto the field, and what happened is some of the beer fell out of the can and went on a baby's head. Well, it's not even just that; it came, it like flew over them, and it came really close to hitting the baby, the beer can. Yeah, but it didn't <gasps> hit the baby. No, it didn't hit the baby. You know what? The baby just got a little bit of beer on it. And I understand the anger from the parents. I mean, if I, you know, first of all, I want to bring my little baby to a baseball game because, right. um, you know, if you if you know me at all, I used to go to Yankee games all the time. I was one of the bleacher creatures. And I've done this. I've thrown beers on the field, um, you know, and uh, even when I was a little kid, when I went to my first Yankee game in 1984, my parents didn't bring me until I was like seven or eight or something like that. Uh, but they even warned me, like, you know, guys are going to drink beer. It gets a little rowdy there. So it's, it's going it's yeah, to be. Yeah, but that was 1986? Yeah, but even still, I mean, we're such a, a wimpy society now. I mean, like, um, you know, first of all, forget the fact that you're not supposed to bring a little baby there. But when you bring your kid there, you got to explain to the kid that, you know, there's going to be guys that are rowdy. You, know, right. you might no, get something you. spilt on you. I mean, look what I did at the Cubs game a couple years ago. And it was ago. an accident. It was an accident. I spilled a beer on a kid. But I don't think this is a big deal. The guy's, like, facing, what, jail time for this? For fucking throwing a beer and getting some beer on a baby? I mean, that's just, uh, that's well, insane. where was the game? In Canada? Yeah, well, it was in Toronto. So that's they're right. a bunch of socialist douches anyway. <laughs> 
it's probably illegal to fucking chew gum on Tuesday in fucking Toronto. I'm Who sure. Knows? And like, and that's hypocritical too because a. oh, you can't throw a beer at a baseball game or go to jail, but the fucking mayor can smoke crack and he gets reelected. That guy's awesome. What kind of backwoods shit. Fucking everybody was from the south. Like, oh, Mississippi. Oh, that's fucking no. They're retarded up there. What about fucking Canada? They're fucking retarded. About, let me tell you how awesome that guy is. He's oh awesome. Oh God. You well, know, that guy is awesome. Like, Rob. Rob. Shit. What's his last name? I have no. I don't remember. But um. Yeah, Canada's just ridiculous. This is ridiculous. It's going to ruin this guy's life. Yeah, well, yeah. This guy's he's going to lose his job. Um, you know, if he has a family, who knows? Uh, you know, he's going to he's going to lose. Um, you know, he's, he's probably he's going to fuck up his family. I wonder what jails like in Canada. It's probably nothing like jail here. I guarantee you, jail in Canada is like a Holiday Inn. Oh, it probably <laughs> is. Yeah, because the, the fucking wimpy society they have up there, but. Um, but it's just it, – my point is that I understand the parents' anger. Was it a shitty beer? Because I think I'd be more upset oh, there's if a it picture was a shitty it. beer. It was a shitty beer. It was Budweiser. I think I'd be more upset if it was a shitty beer than if it was a good That's a theme that's going to go on tonight. All these stories um, include Budweiser. In Except for the one. That I don't know what beer it is. But I have a good guess, and I'm going to explain that in a little bit. Okay. So that's this story. So I side with the guy on this. Um, you know – Fucking, you know, so bad. Just wipe the beer off the baby's head and fucking move on. Don't fucking you know, put the guy in jail. That's ridiculous. Now, the next story I'm going to talk about, which is the one we were just talking about, is uh, a man was stabbed in the stomach over a stolen six-pack of beer. Um, now, Apparently, it's like beer crime week because there's like seven or eight stories like this this week. People getting stabbed over beer. People stealing beer. People like robbing stuff for beer. Like all, all crazy shit. Yeah. It's like, uh, it's like beer, beer crime week. Beer crime week. Um, but apparently with this story, there was a party and a 28-year-old guy um, was sitting at a kitchen table and another guy walked over and just grabbed the six-pack of his beer and just walked out the door. And the guy chased him out and they got into a physical fight. And then it ended up the guy – the guy ended up stabbing him um, in the stomach. Uh, this has white trash written mm-hmm. all over it. I mean, I mean, I mean you think of white trash – do you remember white trash guys? Do you ever know of any white trash guys? Good beer – like drinking, well, and I, I just think this has Budweiser. Or like, all or like, uh, what's that other beer? Schlitz, Schaefer, it, something like it. Just to me, in my head, when I'm when I was first reading the story, I just pictured Budweiser in my head. That these fucking white trash idiots were drinking Budweiser. Um, you know, it, it would have been. You know, it would have been cool if it was Budweiser. If the guy went out and before he stabbed him, he was like, "This one's for you." <laughs> and fucking stabbed him. <laughs> if he did that, then you could stab him. That's awesome. That's a good line. Um, but it, it's just ridiculous. And well, guess that was it, in what Ohio? In Ohio, so there's 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 hicks out. Oh there. yeah, absolutely. Um, but Cassie, didn't you like rob a gas station for smack or something like that? Mm, cocaine money. Cocaine money. So, um. <laughs> great. Now I. Re- Actually leads hey. into a, which actually, <laughs> Cassie's a different person now. Now she just <laughs> now I just drink. Now beer. she just can't tell the difference between sexy and cool. Shut up! You <laughs> said cool. Um, the reason I mentioned that is that this next story kind of leads into that because a bank uh, somebody robbed the bank for beer money. Now this guy named that Juan, was a lot of beer money though. I'm going to get to that. <laughs> Seriously, this guy named Juan Mendiata and this other guy Tyler Van Neville who apparently had no idea this guy Juan was robbing the bank. He was just sitting out in the car. He, he thought this guy Juan was just getting a slice of pizza. Yeah, right. Okay. Anyway, this guy Juan went into a bank and gave a note. In jail. And they do a they make a big deal of telling you that the note is misspelled horribly. But the note said <laughs> 
Because his name's White. Probably not English. Yeah, his name's Juan, and he's robbing a bank to buy in, beer. In Southern California. Right. Like, I guarantee you he's Mexican. Yes, yes. Like, like Mexican. Like, from Mexico. <laughs> Crossed the border at TJ and went to rob a gas station and horribly spelled something. Well, his note... Did it say Chinese paint? <laughs> is, is, no, that was the chips. He was, <laughs> that was the potato chips he was eating. Uh, the, the note <laughs> says, give me all the money. I don't want to hurt or kill any Juan. Oh, and oh then he for wrote, reals. That's Mexican right there. Yeah, and he wrote a money sign and then smiley face. <laughs> And awesome. the teller gave him a thousand dollars, and he went out to the van, and they they took off, and they were arrested a couple hours later in a park. Of course, but um, you know what? He got a thousand dollars. Does he understand that you can get like a thirty pack of Milwaukee? That's like best? how many pesos? <laughs> right, but not that's even a lot that. of pesos, dude. You can get a thirty pack of shitty beer for like ten bucks. I know. Like, why are you robbing a bank for this? I think he's like, just. I think he just made he up that excuse. He could have panhandled 10 bucks. I think he made up that excuse. Oh, my God. You he really think so? But why would you make that excuse? That, he could have borrowed it from that dude. But his name's Juan. He could have just mowed a lawn and got 10 bucks, right. got a 30 pack of beer. Sold some empanadas. Yeah, but with you, you wouldn't make up that excuse, though. I don't like, know. Maybe he just he was like, no habla, beer money. He could say he was just kidding. Do you know that this <laughs> is a fact, too, that Artie Lang did the same exact thing? What? But... At the end, like when he was arrested, he said he was just kidding. It was a joke. And the cops let him go because he said it was a joke. <laughs> did he get to keep the money? No, of course oh. not. No. He, um, no, he actually didn't actually get money. He gave the note, and then I guess the, they hit the alarm, and he left. And then they got arrested, and then he told them that it was just a joke. Oh, well, see, then. So he got out it's of it. It's kind of believable. Yes. I don't know. Who the fuck knows? But. But another ridiculous story. I mean, Jesus Christ. The thou- Rob the bank to get some beer. Right. And do you think the beer that he bought with the $1,000 was good craft beer? No. Uh, Absolutely not. <laughs> it was like a 40 of like, uh, or like Colt 45 or something like that. Juan Mendita? This butt's for you. <laughs> <laughs> Sitting there drinking his Colt 45 in the park. Now, this next story actually got me excited. Um, going on the whole Budweiser theme, the feds are investigating Budweiser for waging a secret war on craft beer. Um, you know, and this is kind apparently of they're breaking an antitrust law. That's what it is. Yeah, well, I, uh, <laughs> and I'm going to get into it a little bit. Apparently, um, Budweiser, and this is big news, so I'm sure that if you're a beer fan, you know about this. Budweiser is purchasing or attempting to purchasing Miller Coors, which right. they purchase Miller Coors, they're essentially going to have a monopoly on the beer uh, industry or most of the beer industry. Yeah, but that's not what the feds are investigating. No, no, no. The feds are invest. I'm getting to that, but the feds are investigating that InBev has been attempting to stifle competition from craft brewers by choking off all their access to distributors um, and to making harder for them to get their products to make the beer, which is, you know, illegal. Illegal. Totally illegal. Yeah. You can't do that. No. Um, you know, they, they talk to Rockefeller and find out that right. illegal. So <laughs> obviously they're panicking over there. They're losing a lot of money from the craft beer industry. Of course so now they're, they're losing a lot of money. So now they're, you know, going to uh, you know, like Mr. Burns from the Simpsons type antics and like, right. you know, buying people off and and uh trying to cut off supplies to the competition instead of just beating them fair and square. Not to get political, but that's exactly what is going on in our government right now. Yeah, but, you know, whatever. I mean, it's it's a big, you know, Budweiser dominated the beer market for fucking how long? What did Budweiser, like from the 50s? Well, it's somebody else's time now. 
But they dominated the beer market for People still drink Budweiser. There are people out there that will not drink People are always going to drink Budweiser. I think think it's almost like it's not even a fact that they think they're going to go out of business because they're never going to go out of business because there's always Bud people that are going to buy Budweiser. I think it's a fact that the guy just doesn't want to fall to number two. He's number one. He doesn't want to lose, you know, he doesn't want craft beer to be bigger than Anheuser-Busch. So he's doing everything he can to keep Budweiser at number one. I guess, yeah. Um, I mean, whatever. (laughs) I hate it. I don't know. I fucking hate Budweiser. Whatever. It's funny because I like, I never liked beer until I started drinking craft beer. When I drank Budweiser, Coors Light, Bud Light, Miller Light, any of that stuff, I thought it was gross. Yeah. Then I picked up craft beer and I was like, oh, is this what beer is supposed to taste like? Because that stuff's disgusting. By the way, that sound that happened just before the little bump on the microphone. Was your beer? Was me trying to drink a beer and I hit the beer on the microphone and tooth bumped the beer into my mouth. Oh. Yeah, so uh, I'm retarded. Anyway. (laughs) We might be adding a new segment called Tool, Retard, or Comedian. Just letting you guys know. Yes, we're going to try to guess if a person's a tool, retard, or Or comedian. comedian. (laughs) Might be a difficult game. We right. might make a drinking game out of that. <laughs> so we're going to start wrapping it up. Coming up, first of all, I'd like to thank Brooklyn Chase for Brooklyn calling. Brooklyn Chase for, for being on the show. On the show, um, great guest. She was really cool and really fun, and got us a lot of listeners too. A lot of people were listening, so that's good. Um, next week we have Hop Fries on. And Nikki Delano. And Nikki Delano. Porn star Nikki Delano will be on. Hop Fries is an outfit out of New Jersey that makes fries that taste like hops, <laughs> which is kind of cool. That's cool and different. So Are you definitely... laughing about the fact that I said outfit? Yes, I'm laughing at that. <laughs> sound like Polly Walnuts. They're an outfit. They're an outfit out of uh, Jersey that uh, they make like fries. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. My inner gangster came out. Um, and then the fifth we have – Who's the porn star we have on the 5th? Oh, uh, we're probably going to have Mia Isabella um, on, on on the 5th. Okay. Um, but we're kind of getting, you know, like, we're still working on a couple of guests for that month. But, right. And then um, the 12th, we're going to be on a live broadcast. That's December. No. Oh. November 12th, we're going to have uh, Beer Snob here. and they're gonna Oh, be, yes. They're going to come here with their camera crew. We're going to be on their show. They're you got to understand, we're at the end of the show, we've been drinking <laughs> for an hour, like pounding beers. <laughs> So so anyway, uh, check us out, our Twitter, Facebook page, website, buy some shirts, check out our Drinking Dirty in Jersey website and find out all of our old guests and listen to our old shows. She's and drowning over there. I'm just letting I you sink. I am drowning. I'm drowning. Don't, don't <laughs> let me sink. sink. No! <laughs> all right. All right. Just check out. All right. I'll, I'll finish it up for you. Go ahead. Just like, like she said. <laughs> Check out our Facebook, our website, www.drinkingdirtyinjersey.com. Check out our Twitter account. And check out our Periscope where we have a, a part of the interview with Brooklyn Chase. On and the Pops thing. And the Pops, Pops segment, rant. which if you're easily offended, don't rewatch yeah, it or please. watch it for the first time. Please don't. Um, and don't watch it at work. Right. So uh, <laughs> anyway, folks, uh, thank you for listening. Uh, and uh, drink on. We'll see you next week. You're listening to Drinking Dirty in Jersey with Chris Finley and Cassie Finley. Right here on L.A. Talk Radio.